Let's Talk Home Repair is sponsored by Matriarchy Build, who provide tele-DIY services connecting homeowners to vetted pros for one-on-one video consultations. Visit matriarchybuild.com to get guidance on projects as small as a leaky faucet or as big as a home remodel. You can even book a session with Amy themselves. Visit www.matriarchybuild.com. Tele-DIY. Like telehealth? Yeah. Cool. I know. I'm Amy, general contractor. And I'm Alicia, homeowner. And we're talking home repair. We have a great show. We have a from the field. We have some questions. uh, And we also have some tips from an unlikely source. How's that for a (laughs) teaser? But let's start with from the field. Who do we have? So today, from the field, we've got Shannon Hogan. Who is Shannon Hogan? Shannon is one of my great carpenters that works for Amy Works. Super. And what is she working on? Tell us what you're working on today, Shannon. Uh, Today, I am working on a beautiful, large bathroom remodel uh, where we are installing a double shower, uh, which is essentially most of the room, and then a big, (laughs) giant, uh, very cool, very deep bathtub. And a whole lot of tile. Um, So we are making somebody's dream, well, a whole family, (laughs) really, their whole family's uh, dream bathroom. And um, it's very exciting uh, to work with people on projects like this. And it's also a lovely family. They have a couple of really great cats. And and it's, um, it's a very pleasant experience, other than the temperature. Right. right. So what are you what are you actually working on today? What are you what are you doing to to get the the project moving forward? So, uh today I am working on uh getting the subfloor reinstalled um and all of the blocking that we need to do that so we can inset some of the plumbing or some of the plumbing already had to be uh inset uh in between the floor joists. And so um, we took the subfloor up, and now we have to put it back. So are you down to the studs? So all the demos done, you're down to the studs and stuff on this? Yep. The whole, um, all the walls are uh, down to the studs, and the floor is down to the uh, floor joists. Uh. And some of those have had to be cut back a little bit because we're insetting the shower pan and... Um, and a long kind of uh, drain trough for oh. the shower area, um, and then. So is this uh, yeah, the is this the first is this the first thing you're doing is the floor? Uh, yeah. So all of the framing really had to be done. We made a, a separate room for uh, the toilet so that the toilet could still be used without interrupting people's um, luxurious bathing time, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Or vice versa, and um, and so there was a little bit of uh, framing in terms of uh, removing a doorway and adding a different doorway in the pre-existing walls, um, and so that was already taken care of. And then we had to, um, yeah, just uh, kind of uh, remodel the framing that was existing to uh, make it easier for all of the various accoutrements that are going into. Uh, this complicated and uh, beautiful bathroom. So, so correct me if I'm wrong. In this particular bathroom, we're putting in there's there's two shower heads. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two foot wash spouts. 
oh. that are that are going in. Um, there's no curb in it, so it's just going to have a line drain. So you walk in, yep. and the room is totally tiled. Um, there isn't going to be a shower door. Everything's and that's why, open. And that's why the pan has to be inset into the joists so that it's lower than the floor, right? Right. We had to get do yep. some to get that line drain in so the water's draining down. And then I think, isn't the tub like four feet deep or something like that? Yeah. It's, it's almost um, like a jacuzzi in the or bathroom. A, or a or Japanese a hot yeah. tub. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah. Um, and Yeah, it's got a little feet in it. And then we're also setting um, it back a little bit. There's two big... Uh, well, there's one smaller window and one big giant window uh, looking onto a balcony on the back. And it's got a lovely view of South <laughs> Seattle. And um, and so there's an actual uh, a tiled seat along um, a couple of those windows also. So, man, that's for, a fancy design. For extra people to hang out. <laughs> and, As you um, do. Right. As you they do. They ap- apparently are going to uh, be having some uh i think one of the family members intends on having uh their uh, birthday in this tub in the bathroom <laughs> yeah okay She's looking i want forward be... to eating cake in the in in her brand new beautiful tub so. the... i i fully support this so do you enter is there a little ladder up the tub or is there a door into the tub or how do you get into the tub um, I'm not sure. I think, uh, I think there's going to be maybe a little step okay. on the outside that we might construct. We're constructing some, uh, short walls underneath, um, uh, the lip of the tub so we can tile around the outside of it. Um, oh. but, uh, so what are you hoping to I get done? Sure. How are you hoping, what are you hoping to get done today? When you leave today, I'm what will be done? To have all of the pieces ready. Because there's still a little, um, there are a few plumbing details that we have yet to sort out. And um, and the honey bucket man is waiting for me to uh, speak to him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more question. I hope that's good. Uh, Did you hit any surprises today? Um, no surprises today. It's just, um, you know, it's always kind of modifying everything. And um, sorting out details, working with all of the moving pieces, whether that be your tile contractor or your plumbing contractor, um, to work together to make sure that, um, say, you're not tearing anything out once the <laughs> once you bring this big giant tub that's barely going to fit through the doors upstairs. Sure. You make sure that that gets set in and everything gets uh, worked out perfectly. Um, and, you know, making sure that the tile sub, you know, has everything that he needs so that he can just go because he's got the entire room to do. Yeah. So um, so you just want to make sure that uh, in the framing phase of things, you're seeing the entirety of the project and um, trying to foresee all of the different layers that are going on top of this very base. Um, so that everything is there for, you know, the entire rest of the project. Framing is really where you're always going to set yourself up for success. Right on. Yeah, there's a lot of forward thinking when you're doing this part of the project because you're just, you're looking at the raw bones, but you have to envision it being finished. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you have to understand what everybody's going to need and the kind of, um, say, like a lot lot of the... uh, 
consideration for this is, you know, making sure that I have enough strength within that framing to support uh, all of that tile work right. and all of those people and all of the water that the tub holds. You know, you want to make sure that you're giving everybody everything that they need um, to go forward and not have to come back to this phase because it gets very, very challenging to come back and try and fix any of those problems right. afterwards. So. Um, having come from a background of working for a framing subcontractor and now being on the general contracting side of it and making sure that, um, that I am thinking about the entirety of the project has been a really great learning experience for me. And, and every single project, I think uh, I learn more about how I can you know, set us up better in the future. Great. I love to hear that, Shannon. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Amy. All right. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you. All right. Go talk to the honey bucket man. Stay cool. I shall. Stay All cool. Right. Thanks. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. So, Amy, did we get any questions this week? We did. We got uh, we got a couple of questions that I wanted to cover. Um, somebody was asking about hanging their TV from just the drywall. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, and there are there are anchors that you can use that are supposed to um, hold, you know, quite a bit of weight. Even um, if they're not in the stud. Even if they're not in the stud. Mm -hmm. I do not recommend it. Because typically those uh, brackets that you're mounting your TV on, right, yeah. they move, they swing out away from the wall, they swing down. So you're getting a whole lot of movement. Those anchors that are meant for... Um, you know, a lot of weight in drywall is just for the shear. So it's a downward pull. So right. it's, you're not, you're not getting any movement, um, horizontally. So they're not meant for that kind of, that kind of movement. So anytime you're doing a TV wall mount kind of thing, always make sure that you're in the studs. You've, you've, uh, mounted it into the wall studs. Otherwise, you know, I've heard horror stories of TV falling off the wall, things getting broken. So get that third piece of the bracket, which is meant to span the and actually anchor into studs. into the studs. Yep, yep. Yeah. Exactly. Really important. It it is very important. Um, another question is um, somebody wants to replace that one of those. Okay, they call it a boob light. I know you all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Flush mount light in the ceiling. Because um, there's a nipple. Right. <laughs> so replacing that, uh, they want to put in a, a ceiling fan. A ceiling fan light? A ceiling fan light, yes. Okay. Or just a ceiling fan light. They weren't specific, but okay. they just said, you know, can I take this light and put in a ceiling fan? Um, in a bathroom? No. no oh, I'm sorry. No, Where did you say it was? It was in a living room. Oh, okay. Just, just a ceiling fan. Okay. It was all the, the from the field bathroom talk. I thought we were in oh, the bathroom. Oh, we were sorry. still in the bathroom. No, we're not still in the bathroom. <laughs> no. um, so, yes, you can take that flush mount. The one thing that you need to make sure of, though, is that you have the proper junction box that mm. that ceiling fan is going to connect to. Um, it's my understanding that in a lot of new construction nowadays, in the living room, bedrooms, and things like that, when they're putting in that junction box, they're actually uh, installing them in a ceiling fan-rated uh, junction box, which means that it's attached to the joists. Uh -huh. Um, or it spans the, it's got a bar that spans the joists and is, is locked down. So it's going to be able to carry that weight and that movement. But if you're looking at a house, you know, built in 1960, 
most likely that junction box is not going to be rated to hold the weight of the the ceiling fan. So you need to change that box out. And, right. And they they have them so that, you know, you cut the opening a little bit, get that box out, and then you put the new one in and it's got a span spanner bar kind of thing that goes across um, and then uh, attach that. So relatively easy, can be a little time consuming and just and it's you, a... And you fun. definitely need access to above it. That's no. hard to do. Or can you, you do know, that from underneath? You can do it from underneath. It can be a little tricky. Follow the directions. That's a huge thing is follow the directions. Don't just look at it as like, oh, yeah, I got this. But follow the directions. They've got it down to where, you know. Oh, so does the bar hook onto the joist rather so you're not No, it or... actually it, it's actually pressure. Oh. And so you, you put it in there and it spans. And then you take a wrench and you just crank it down. And, and it's got... Um, some barbs on either end of it that are biting into the joists. Okay. So as you're cranking that down, that bar is spanning farther and farther out. So that's what's holding it in. Oh, and then okay. once you get that bar in, you're able to take your box and actually attach it to that, uh, to the bar. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. And like so, you say, the instructions would be important because that junction box does need to be at a certain yeah. height. Yeah. To, yeah. To yeah. Sufficiently. Yeah. Wow, exactly. that's that would be an inv- that would take a couple hands. Yeah, it's it's a little more time consuming than you would think. Yeah. So, but it's definitely doable. Um on to tools, tips and tricks. Tools, tips and tricks are my favorite. Yeah. What so, do we have? It's a little bit a little different. Okay. So, I'm reading through my ARP magazine. <laughs> I admit it. I am over ARP age. <laughs> you know, um, they keep on lowering it. I looked at my- I know. It's at 16 now. I, <laughs> <laughs> That's why I get it. In the latest one, honest to God, they had- Who's the, the quarterback? Tom Brady. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, what the hell is Tom Brady doing here? He goes, well, even though he's seven years shy of being an AARP member, like, then don't put him in our right. magazine. Yeah, right. Get him out. Get him out. <laughs> Jeez. I had I was surprised at the feelings I had <laughs> about Tom Brady being in the AARP <laughs> magazine. Uh, anyway, so you're uh, so that, yeah. This so, is a riot because so, it kind of is a good little magazine. It is. It's got a lot of great information it in does. it. And I was reading through these things. And I was like, I have to share these. Awesome. What do you have? So um, I have more than I'm going to share. So I, I've got some left over for later. Okay. <laughs> um, so one of the things, and some of these are for, um, you know, energy saving, money saving, that kind of thing, mm. um, to actually verify your fridge settings with a thermometer, right? You can yeah. go, they typically don't have, well, I can't say typically, they often don't have like 40 degrees on your, um, uh, the little dial. Well, now they have the digital. Yeah, if it, so they but, do have the digital. So the digitals, but uh, you're right. I mean, when they just have one through ten, right? Who like, knows what does what, it, what yeah. does nine mean? Right. So, so you set it, and you want it to be thirty nine forty degrees. Your refrigerator. Your refrigerator. You don't. You don't need it colder than that. Um, the you're FDA. Going into freezing land. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you do, and and so. And your refrigerator is working harder than it needs to um, if you're going down to, you know, 35 degrees, mm-hmm. which is costing you more energy. Um, so ideally, just slightly below 40 degrees. So you set it, then you actually get an external thermometer, mm-hmm. set it in there. It's like, okay, is it is it right? And I will note that uh, pay attention to the thermometer that you're getting. 
they're not interchangeable, like between a, a refrigerator and, a, and an oven. Thermometer. Yeah, your your meat thermometer's not going to work yeah. there. <laughs> nope, sorry. <laughs> Candy thermometer probably is not going to work either. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're going to air need, thermometer. Right, yeah, your sick thermometer that goes under your tongue. Nah. Nope, not going to happen. Um, this was a cool one, and this is one of the things that I want to do, is get a furnace filter subscription. A furnace filter subscription, meaning they just send it to you every yep. three months or whatever you interval set, you figure it out. You set, right, because I have talked about how to determine how often you need to change it, right? Right, Dep- right. And, and it depends upon how many people, pets, what kind of flooring, blah, blah, blah. And so there's actually, you can get a subscription. That's so, fantastic. Who does that? That's a good question. They weren't plugging any vendors on on this little article that I stole these from. Right, right. Um, So I guess any place that you can set up a recurring uh, order. You know, just Google furnace filter subscription and you're (laughs) going to find it. Um, But I thought that's a great, right? It it shows up. Okay. You take the five minutes that it takes to go down to the furnace, move the stuff away, change it. You're done. And you never have to remember what the size is. Exactly. Because you just figured it out the one time. Right. Right. Isn't that brilliant? That's got a lot of nice things. I love that. Plus, it makes you do it. Right. You can be months behind. Yeah. You're like, oh, this should be about the time that we change this. Right. Oh, I got to go get it. Yeah. Oh, Oh, what was the size? Well, okay. So next time I'm down there, I'm going to confirm what the size was. Yeah. Yeah. So one time. Great idea. Subscription. Great idea. I thought it was brilliant. (laughs) You got one more? I do. Um, now this is going to be a yes or no. So <laughs> I, I, you'll, yes or no well, this is turn off your ice maker. If you find that you don't use your ice maker a lot, turn it off because it does use a lot of energy. Interesting. I wonder if you could accomplish a similar thing by restricting the size, you know, how the toggle will tell it whether to make ice cubes or not? Or are you saying that it's using a lot of uh, energy just to keep that next batch ready? What what uses a lot of the energy is is the heating of it so that it can dump those ice cubes. Because it's already in the freezer. Right. right, you're already in the you're already in freezer mode anyway. So you just dump some water in there and you freeze it. And you make a freeze, and it freezes, right? Right. Because right. you're you're keeping your your you know strawberries frozen in there and your your waffles. Right. So this is what <laughs> you know. You got frozen waffles. No judging. No. So it's the it's the heating up of the tray. That is causing that is that that's using all the energy, right? Because you've got to you've got to heat it up in that frozen environment enough to melt the ice cubes so that they will dump out, and that's what's upping your energy costs is that heating up in that cold environment to dump it out. Are you saying that it's keeping that heated most of the times? So no, at any time. Okay. No, no. What it does is it it'll it'll uh, it dumps the water into it, yeah. and then. Um, freezes after a little while because it's in the freezer. Right, freezes. I don't know how long it takes, and then it'll it 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 knows somehow that these are frozen, and then it'll the switch will kick on and it'll heat up that tray. Yeah, to make it melt just enough, and then it'll dump it. 
So if you're not using as many ice cubes as an ice cream mate or an ice cube maker will make, just do trays. Yeah, just put you know a tray of, of ice cubes. I mean, if you're not, you just you just lot. don't use them. Yeah, and yeah. there are people that don't. Then there, then there are other people that you know empty the ice cube tray every day. Right, 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 right. And, and it's you know it's worthwhile. What but... I found interesting in our new fridge is it's a huge tray, the the uh, ice cube holder. I'm like, we'll never use that much. We don't use that many ice cubes. Mm-hmm. And then because of that, it builds up to underneath it. And so then you end up getting a quarter of it unused anyway. And it gets Because then it gets, click, gets clumped yeah. together, so you have to empty it anyway. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to figure out ways how to make that tray smaller so that it hits that toggle saying, hey, I'm full sooner. And I've been having, it's been an issue. What it's if you tricky. just put a put a, a platform in there? I've been trying. Well, you don't want to have it too high because then it will come out of the tray. It'll right, but it's on. still going to kick off. Right, if you if you it has got to get something... higher before it gets wider, because you so I was the whole tray is like from front to back, so I right. just wanted to cut it in half from front so that that back part would fill up sooner. Is that where the is that where the arm is? Sorry, yes, the is arm is in, in the back. back. Oh, okay, so you, yeah, just a, a dam of some sort. Yeah, that, that doesn't work. No, I need to find another idea. Hmm. If you have any ideas to help Alicia <laughs> with her ice <laughs> cube right. maker. Because I tried to first just put a bunch of stuff in the tray in the front. Uh-huh. And it just kind of, it got messy, got spilled all, all over. So I really need a self-holding wall. And I think I might have a new idea, but it was, it's amazing how aggressive, I'm beginning to see why that tray is maybe that size. Because when it flips it over, it really does kind of splatter it out. It's got some speed oh. to it. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, if somebody else has had that problem and solved it, let us know. Ask know. Amy at, at Amy, ask Amy at amyworks.com. Yeah. You have anything else for us today? Um I do. How about a little remodeling advice? Okay. We're going to move on to remodeling advice for right now. What 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 room? What are we in? We're we're still we're still overall big project. Okay. Right? You're getting ready to remodel. So, it is um Estimated that the homeowner has between 80 and 130 decisions to make on a remodel. That's a lot of decisions. Yeah. That's a heck of a lot of decisions. So I suggest writing all of that stuff down. And I know that even in our company, um, some of those details get missed. Mm. they're stated maybe in the first or second meeting, oh, we want to do glass tile backsplash on our bathroom sink. It's like, okay, backsplash gets written down. Not the glass tile part. So you want to make sure that that stuff gets written down somewhere. And hopefully your general contractor is going to be on top of it. Right. Maybe when you start talking to them about it, they will give you this little packet yeah. that goes through all of it. It's like, okay, it's a bathroom remodel. So we need to think about what's your vanity light? How about a, a fan, a new fan? What about your shower light switches? Faucets, light switches. What color? What style? Yeah. You know, um, you know, what kind of vanity do you want? You want one of those that's hanging from the wall? Do you want a pedestal sink? Um, do you want new trim or are we using the old trim? Um, what about new hardware on your doors? Mm-hmm. Those kind of things. And, and 
you know, um, making list or being provided a list where you can actually check this stuff off. Like, nope, hardware on the door is going to stay. Um, yep, we're, we're growing with an undermounted sink. Um, we want gold fixtures. Hopefully not. <laughs> but <laughs> brush nickel. Brush nickel. Yeah, it's the it's the thing it's now. The thing. Um, and just all of those little pieces. And so that when the project starts going and that information is there, yeah. then it just makes it go so much more smoother. So much more smoother? <laughs> so much more smoothly. There we go. Or goes smoother. Okay. Yes. Right. We got to get rid of the varies <laughs> and the lees. <laughs> We're overrun by adverbs. Hey, you know, I think that's a great idea because uh, it was funny as you started saying it, I was thinking, well, I know what vanity it's supposed to be. You know, isn't it more the little details? And I still think the little details are really important to decide up front because what's going to happen is that your contractor is going to say, hey, so are we using the old hardware or are you getting new hardware? Or the light switch style. And then you don't have time to think about it because it needs to kind of be answered right then. Because the electrician is standing there waiting to install this stuff. And, and it's right. like, we don't, I, well. I, well, um, does that matter? So then right. you're learning about it and making the decision and making a design decision like in the matter of a couple minutes. And your partner's at work. <sighs> it's and, yeah. miserable. Right. So And then, so I was thinking, oh, that was going to be my example. But even the big ones are a good confirmation that everybody's on the same page. Right. So it's like, right. don't hang that because this is a hanging vanity. Oh, but they were going to put legs on it, you know, or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, people do in mm -hmm. design. So I think that's a great, great idea. Right. In in your case of the, the hanging vanity, is it on site when we started? Right. Right. If 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 the client is responsible for purchasing those materials, which sometimes they are. Right. Is it is it on site? Are all the parts there? Mm. Somebody's got to look at it. Either the client or the, or the contractor's got to look at it. Right. And then... Um, do we have the proper blocking in the wall in order to support this? Do we have to move the drain line? Cause you've got a drawer in there. Right. And, and yep. we have had yep. that issue before where it's like, okay, plumbers have come in, they've done their rough in. And then we, then the, we go to, to install the, the vanity. vanity and it's like, we're off by two inches. So we have to open that wall again. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just, it's, it's being prepared, working with your contractor and um, going through all the details. Cause they're the going, expert on knowing. Right. And details. it's going to go so much more smoothly yeah. if you do. And if you don't know, it's, it's okay. We, but we, you know, let's Find get an then. answer to it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's a great, so that's great my, that's idea. my advice. Fantastic. Thank you very much. <sighs> this has been a great show. If you have any questions or you have any experiences with remodeling or tips or tricks or tools. Horror stories. Horror stories. Th those would be nice. We like horror stories, too. Those are juicy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or if you've solved a problem that was kind of hard, it would be great to hear from you. You can send those at askamy at amyworks.com. Come on, you know you want to share them. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Alicia. This extra treat goes out to Kayla, who's at work early today, where she listens to our podcast. Thanks, Kayla. Long away, far ago, I finally found what I had to know. 
Sometimes red, sometimes gold, sometimes warm, sometimes cold. But far away and alone. Then I looked again and saw several stars and planets above, and I knew. Together we walk along our way. Our new life, our new day. Never blinking, never missing moment. Then I looked again and saw several stars and planets above, and I knew. This podcast is sponsored by Amy Works, a residential remodeling contractor in Seattle. We want to help you realize the dream of your next kitchen, bath, or basement remodel. Check out some of our work on our website, amyworks.com. Give us a call at 206-478-2019 or send us an email at help at amyworks.com.